the, the Lama taught question is, why do we pray the Avinu? Why do we pray our Father? Does anyone want to tell me why we do that? Why do you do that? It's actually fascinating to look at how each of those little lines, you know, may your name be, be hallowed, be honored in the world and in my life. Uh, you know, let your kingdom come. Uh, forgive us our sins. Each of these is almost like a, a heading. And, uh, and then there, there are multiple subheadings that you can kind of springboard off of that in personal prayer. I have a friend in Saskatoon, and he said sometimes he'll sit down for his prayer time, and he'll just pray through the Avinu, the Our Father, and it'll take him a good hour. Because <laughs> he'll just let every word sink in, and he'll just meditate on that and pray that back to the Father. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, something else fascinating that if we come from a, a, tr- a Christian background we're not as aware of, is there are distinct parallels between this prayer that Yeshua taught us and the Jewish tradition of prayer. You know, in the synagogue in Yeshua's time, they'd go to the synagogue, and there were traditional prayers that they would pray. Liturgical prayers. They were written about 2,400 years ago. Uh, how many of you have a siddur, like a Jewish prayer book? Okay, well, if you've ever read through that, you'll notice that many of those prayers sound a lot like the Lord's Prayer. And so, something really cool about the prayer that Yeshua taught us is it is like a condensation of so much traditional Jewish prayer material. It's like a power-packed mini-version, almost. Uh, There are a couple examples of that. Like, the main backbone of the daily prayer times in the Jewish world is called the Shemona Esrei. It's like the 18 blessings. And it's this, they're like 18 little topics that you pray through. And they're awesome. Like the first ones are just exalting God for who he is. Praying that his kingdom would come. Praying that his name would be honored in the world. It would be sanctified. And uh, interestingly enough, maybe you noticed a couple of those themes that I just listed in the Shemona Esrei, the 18 blessings, are the same ones that are in Yeshua's prayer that he taught us. Um, another one, a famous prayer is the Kaddish. Um, maybe you recognize that from like Kiddush. You know, we do Kiddush where we set apart the Shabbat with a glass of wine. Well, the Kaddish means just that. It's a, a prayer sanctifying God's name and acknowledging that He is a holy God. And uh, we'll have to pray through that sometime. I'll include it in our, in our, uh, in our prayers because it's just a, it's a powerful prayer. Praying that His name would be sanctified, that His kingdom would come. And it's about 2,400 years old. I don't know about you, but... Like for me, when I first discovered that there's a Jewish tradition of prayer that Yeshua himself prayed, it thrilled my heart. It was like discovering a long-lost book of the Bible that was a real book of the Bible. You know, like just opening it for the first time and being like, wow, like this is exciting. And that's what it's like, discovering the Jewish tradition of prayer. Because this is the stuff that our master Yeshua prayed and that the early Jewish disciples prayed. So we'll, we'll get into that more at some point. I don't know, coming from a Protestant background, do we pray the Lord's Prayer very often? I know if you come from a Catholic background, that's a main staple, isn't it? I wonder why we kind of lost touch with that tradition of praying the Lord's Prayer in the Protestant world. Maybe just because it's something that they did in the Catholic world, I don't know. That's unfortunate, though. Yeah, right. It's possible to throw the baby out with the bathwater, eh? Yeah, there's a lot of babies it's kind of interesting. Okay, so you're saying like in the Catholic tradition you'd pray the Lord's Prayer and the, the Rosary back to back. But in the Jewish tradition, the Messianic Jewish tradition, we pray the Lord's Prayer and the Shema back to back. That's a favorite of mine that I think I originally learned from a friend in Saskatoon called Paul Daniel. And I really, I really enjoyed doing that. You know, I, I hit a point, I think it was last year, where I was like, I really need God in my life. Like, I really need his personal involvement at every second, because I am such a mess without him. 
Like, I don't even want to crawl out of bed in the morning unless I know I've secured his assistance for the day and I'm doing life with God, right? So we, like, Genevieve and I started a tradition, like, we don't want to get, even get out of bed in the morning until we, like, say the Shema together and just call on Yahweh's name and pray the Lord's Prayer just to, as an expression to say, Abba, like, we're looking to you today. We need you. We want you to be first in our lives today. And uh, it's, been a really, it's been a really good thing to get centered before even crawling out of bed. <laughs> yeah. Shalom, I'm Izzy Avraham, and thank you for joining me for this talk. I delivered these messages live during the years I was leading a congregation. They're now hosted by my Hebrew school, Holy Language Institute, at holylanguage.com. If you're interested in the talks I've done since then, or if you'd just like to say thank you for these teachings, become a member at holylanguage.com.